Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have evangelist Tanya Jalbert from Edmonston, New Brunswick, Canada. Thank you for joining me today, Tanya. Thank you so much, Angel. It's a privilege to join you once again. Amen. Well, Tanya, we know that we have been seeking, thanking God for an awakening, for revival. You have a story of how God brought you from Jamaica to Canada for such a time as this. Talk to me today about revival. Yes, um, there is a, a, a great need for revival in Canada, and we are seeing that, that God is about to to do something even quite unique. I, I'm seeing that even after we have spent some time uh, praying for the nation of Canada, there are fires in different parts of Canada um, where there are, there's prayer rising for revival. Um, it started with, you know, just maybe a few key persons just beginning to pray and fast, but now there is a cry that is becoming very loud to the kingdom of heaven, and God is responding by putting fire in the hearts of leaders and church members and ministry workers, and now they are beginning to network with one another. We see a coming together to begin to cry um, at a deeper level, because when we come together, there is a deeper cry that rises up uh, in incense before the Lord on behalf of this nation for revival. Now we know that God desires to show himself strong on the earth today. He tells us through prayer that he would meet us. Talk to me today about what happens in a revival. What, what does it look like, this awakening, that these pockets of fire, what does that look like, Tanya? Um, the, the revival that we're about to see happen is not going to be like times past. You know, um, I think the working of this kind of revival is it, it's it's a lot deeper, and the Holy Spirit is is really digging into the character, the the, the genuineness um, of people, even when it comes to uh, revival in this um, century that we are living in. Um, we are seeing something that has to do with the, the, the preparation of the bride. Um, people really coming to a deep realization that they have to be uh, ready for the coming of Christ, the willingness to be empowered and still be a Christian that is really walking in holiness and righteousness, which is all very important to the unbeliever, even though the unbeliever may not even know it, um, that but they can see Christ in someone who has a deep conviction um, about their God, and they walk in it in such a way that wherever they are, um, they can witness Christ to a person on the street, to a person on the job, to a person in the supermarket. It's that kind of revival that will impact people 
Nazarene taking place and everybody just went towards that one place. And it's still happening to a degree now, but what I'm seeing is that people are genuinely moving out supernaturally on the outside in the everyday setting and impacting people in just a very real way and a supernatural way. The supernatural is a key factor of the end time revival where people who have been involved in the powers of darkness, black magic, sorcery, I mean, they are coming to the realization that it's like the scripture that Daniel said, that they that know their God shall be strong and do mighty exploits. Well, they're realizing the power of the Lord Jesus Christ functioning through his people, and there is an anointing that's upon the people of God in order to do great and mighty works in this end-time revival that will pull the unbeliever in and help them to understand that Jesus is alive, and without him there's no eternal life, there is no nothing that you can stand on. Whatever you believe in has no uh, faith without the legs that Jesus the name of Jesus stands on, and it is. it can be tested and tried, and it still stands uh, faithful. Amen. Amen. That, that's what I like, Tanya. He said, taste and see. And any time that I have seen an individual step out in faith and say to someone or test the waters, you know, we don't have to sell Jesus. We just have to present him. And yes. as we present him, Jesus can take care of the rest. He can, he's watching over his word to perform it. He said that um, greater things that we would do, Tanya. He said greater things. And so as we step out and we present the gospel, it has an effect because the, the word has gone forth. Can you expound upon that? And greater works shall ye do, yes. Um, it, it, you know, Jesus came by himself to the earth, and he, he put his DNA in 12 men who were faithful to leave that, um, that seed in the earth by multiplying themselves. And we are seeing uh, just the greatness of that work, um, that seed that is now has been brought up to our time. We are seeing things happen that has not even been written in the Word. Um, things, miracles, and all, how people are being used. They, these are greater works. They're, Jesus cannot... Um, do it by himself, and that's why when you become a Christian, you have his DNA on the inside, and the anointing is able to carry on through the generations, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can see a, a, a greater outpouring at a, at a level that we have never witnessed in times past. Um, we are seeing this kind of a work taking place in the earth right now. And people are pushing to see just something that they've never seen before. And the Holy Spirit 
desires that. He is not limiting us if we're not limiting him. It's not just in the number, but we are talking about the kinds of miracles, the, the kinds of um, outpourings, the response that people are expecting according to their faith. We are about to see amazing things happen supernaturally that the eyes have not seen, the ears have not heard, neither has it been perceived in the hearts, the minds of men, what God had in store for the earth. And the earth is awaiting and expecting, you know, the earnest expectation of the manifestation of the sons of God, the Bible tells us very clearly. And so we are going to see this at a magnitude because that we've never seen before, because Jesus is coming back for the bride of Christ, and she is victorious. She is not conquered, but she is a conqueror. And so, therefore, we are going to see greater than what we have seen in times past, history past, um, because the Lord is expecting something greater that he is coming to um, when he is receiving his bride. Amen. You know, Psalm 24 tells us that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it and all who live in it. That's what the word says. And so he desires that none would perish. And I just see in a younger generation, the next generation, I see a desire in them to see um, the supernatural. They, they've never... They're, they're involved in the occult. They're, they're looking, they're dabbling with things that, um, that shouldn't be. It's, it's, it's powers of darkness. But Jesus is a supernatural God, and he wants to show himself supernaturally. Will you talk to that piece of it um, about the, the occult and the supernatural, the difference? Well, the, the powers of darkness, um, there's so many things that people can do today to receive power. And, you know, because of the media that we have today, access is so easy for young people. And they're, you know, just even just to inquire and the inquisitiveness of even trying to get involved, say, a little bit just because I want to know what it is. And they end up being pulled in. Um, the powers of darkness is, is it's like never before we see a rising of it. Even in this year, the Lord really has made it very clear of the rising, even through the industry of music, and how important um, it is for the children of God to rise up with a true anointing in Jesus' name. And he is willing to anoint his children. But this thing of the powers of darkness, there are many um, who have given themselves over um, to the powers of darkness um, in being used in the areas of witchcraft, sorcery, magic, etc. And it comes out even through uh, programs that we see every day. But unless you have a discernment, you would never understand that it's even the powers of darkness. Because there is this disguise that is there that it looks nice and shiny and it just seems like everything is okay. But the reality is they're calling on the, the, the kingdom of darkness to um, have power and they are, come, you know, causing even children 
to go into these uh, places where they train you to do magic and you can begin to cast spells on people and, you know, white magic, black magic, the, the whole nine. It's all even in certain, you know, uh, playgrounds in areas, even when we look at Disney and things like that, you look at that stuff. It is full of darkness in certain areas. And we have to be ever so careful um, as to how we are um, carrying ourselves and what we get involved in and what we even deem as um, not uh, as, as okay. But um, I, I want to just say this, because I want to talk about the, the, the darkness, but I want to talk about the light because the Lord said that he is about to move upon his sons and his daughters with an anointing from the Holy Spirit of God. They will come and worship me in spirit and in truth. He says, I'm about to put an anointing upon them, and they shall overtake and overcome the darkness. Evil is rising at a very um, high speed, a high rate right now, and, and, and it, this cloak of darkness is, 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 is coming over people so quickly that unless you know Jesus Christ, you would think that, you know, I'm okay, but it's easy to be swept away by this. Um, unless the Lord God Almighty is there and the truth of the Word of God is in your heart and in your life. You said a key word, discernment. Yes. Sometimes it looks good, but underneath is what you said, it's darkness. You know, some people will say, well, um, a Ouija board, it's just a game. It's not just a game. Uh, when you start dealing with magic and, and tarot cards, and um, these are all things that's pulling at our youth that they think that it's just just cards, but it really it is a power of darkness drawing them. But I thank you today that God has the final say, and I thank God that he, um, he said that, again, in Psalm 24, that all who live in the earth, so he's drawing people, he wants them, he wants them to see the light. I want you to, to talk to me about some supernatural. Like we know, I've seen supernatural healings. I've been involved in supernatural healings. We know that Christ is the healer. We know that God is our provider. Um, he said that he meets all of our needs according to his riches and glory. We know that Christ is, um, he's our all in all. He's an all-encompassing God. Talk to me a little bit about the supernatural, the light of Christ, and how that works. Amen. Um, you know, we have access as the children of God. You know, the Lord gives us um, no limitation. Um, you know, even as we are doing these revival services, um, that is what we're, we're going after the supernatural so far. Um, throughout the years, we have seen even just the body of Christ just kind of get away from the power of God, the, the light um, of God's presence. And, you know, we are called children of light, as John speaks of in First John. And, 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 but we, we forget how valuable that is even when we call on the Lord and we ask him for a miracle, we ask him to move in a particular way on behalf of someone who's in need. You know, this area is key even to the unbeliever coming to Christ. Mark says, these signs shall happen. 
that they might believe, you know, Mark 16. And so this, this we're called to, to even call on the Lord and to see um, um, the miraculous, the supernatural um, begin to take place wherever we are because the world needs the supernatural in order to be pulled out of their darkness into the marvelous light of Christ. It's the supernatural on the dark side which has pulled them into the dark. And therefore, it is. it will take the supernatural of Jesus to really pull them out of that darkness and even and to come into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ being enlightened in their understanding being 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 uncovered from the darkness that covers them as a cloak the the god of this world has darkened their eyes has just really brought over them this 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 mask that does not allow them blinded their eyes so much it does not allow them to see Jesus from the perspective that they would need to in order to come to, to faith in Christ. And so the supernatural is key in this hour in order for many to turn back to Christ from the darkness and come back to the heart of the Father. Amen. It's his heart that none should perish. So we know from scripture that he wants no one to perish that he wants us to walk in the fullness of the inheritance as joint heirs with Christ we know that he uh, wants us to walk in the supernatural to walk in the light to be a bright light in our communities in our nation to the nations and he said in Joel 2:28 that in the last days that he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh where do you think we are in that time frame we're ready for that outpouring, um, angel. Um, I, I want to just read um, Ezra chapter 9, verse 8. You know, the children of God were taken into Babylon, and they were in exile for a period of time. But it had come to a place where uh, people like Ezra um, began to cry out to the Lord. And it says here, And now for a little while, grace, has been shown from the God, the Lord our God, to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a peg in his holy place that our God may enlighten our eyes and give us a measure of revival in our bondage. We are coming, we are in the end times, and we know the end times contain bondage and many who have been just, um, you know, just uh, brought into the dark place, so to speak. But this, we are due now for that revival. Because when you look at the nations warring against each other, you cannot help but look at the scriptures, looking at Matthew 25, and just what this cry that is coming from the people, the earth itself, for something to be poured from on high, for something to break forth and to give us relief. And this is, there is a remnant already in the earth, but the remnant has a cry also. For revival, we are due for it now, angel. This, this, there is no doubt that the Lord also wants to 
pour out his spirit upon the nations. And this is going back to what we opened with, that there is this large um, outpouring that is coming to the earth to, to help us to know, to usher in the coming of Christ and to let people know that God is bringing in a harvest through this outpouring. Granted, there will be smaller little awakenings that will be by the wayside all the way up to the end, but there's a major um, outpouring of fire revival that we are going to see that will impact Nations, People will say, man, God is doing something in the earth right now, and I want to be part of it. I don't want to miss this. This is our moment. This is our time, and let's step into it now. Amen. Amen. And on that note, Tanya, I want you and I to join our faith together. I want us to believe that the God that we know, the God, the Father God, through his son Jesus that paid the price for every listener, for every person on this earth. We want the blinders to be removed from their eyes, that they will see the truth and it will be the truth that will set them free. We want to we want to join our faith, Tanya. I want you to pray at the end of this and that people would experience signs, wonders, and miracles that listen to this broadcast. Whatever they need healing for, it's theirs because of of Psalm 107:20, we have the word of God. We have God's word. And I want you to pray and end this broadcast today just declaring this awakening that I believe has already started. I believe that it's, um, it's already begun, that the fire has, um, those pockets has started to develop and it's, the flame is rising. And as you spoke earlier about coming together, just pray into that, will you, Tanya? Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and it adds no sorrow. We thank you for this awakening, this, this revival that we are already seeing taking place in the hearts of your people. Lord, it doesn't look like times past revivals, but Lord, this is a different kind of outpouring that Lord is impacting, Lord God, even those whose eyes have been blinded by the God of this world. And Lord Jesus, it is lifting off, Lord God, Lord, the darkness, the cloak that has kept people in bondage for years, that has kept them down and in the pit. Father, you are lifting supernaturally, Lord, off this cloak, oh God, from them so that they would hear, they would see, their hearts would be softened, and they would begin to respond to the message of the cross. They begin now to respond to the message of salvation through Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you that now they are hearing the voice of evangelists and pastors and children of God ministering to them with the witness, Lord God, in the streets, on the job, wherever you are, on a bar stool, somebody next to you who has said, I have come into this place so that you can hear the truth that Jesus Christ would give you an opportunity to come out of this place of darkness and enter into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. Father, you are pulling people out of their mess so that they can enter into salvation in this last 
moment. And for those, oh God, who need a miracle today, you need miracles of healing. In the name of Jesus, I declare a release of the anointing over your infirmity. And I break the power of sickness and disease. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release you from it. I overturn every curse. I break it in Jesus' name and release you from all affliction. In the name of Jesus, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, be released, be made whole in Jesus' name. Those who are bound, Lord, by demonic powers, in the name of Jesus, let there be the kind of anointing that release you, releases you from blood covenants in Jesus' name. Every demonic stronghold, I break it today in the name of Jesus from off of your life, off of your mind, off of your family in Jesus' name. Generational curses from, from fathers, mothers, grandparents brought down to grandchildren. Lord, in Jesus' name, let the curses be broken today, now, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God, that you are pulling in a harvest. We thank you that, Lord, there is a saved people coming to you. There's a remnant being prepared. There's a hope that is rising in the earth. There's a witness for the unbeliever as they look at those, oh God, who have come out of their darkness into light. Then, Lord, too, they too shall be drawn to the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in this hour. Let the people of God arise. Let our enemies be scattered and the name of Jesus be lifted high. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Well, thank you, Evangelist Tanya Jalbert, and thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.